Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Happy New Year. Oh, lol. Who cares? Happy New Year. <laughs> oh my god, New Year, new me. Oh my god, I'm not even Natalie anymore. I'm Raquel now. A lot of matcha and I do kickboxing yeah. now. Yeah, and exactly. I have these crystals that I tape to my forehead and they tell me what to do with my day. I just got a meal plan that tells me how to eat and how to breathe and how to think. Um, it's great. I love it. Um, so basically the world is ending. I think we started. We just started. Okay. We're live. We're live. Um, I just like to start off this episode by saying hi to all of our listeners. Uh, we missed recording for you guys. And it's only a week. We're recording with them since. <laughs> Shut up. We record by ourselves. <laughs> we hope you guys miss us too. Um, and I just like to congratulate all the 495 Persian girls who got engaged during this beautiful holiday season. And uh, one of them being my cousin who listens to this podcast. And for her, I'm actually happy and not being sarcastic. Uh, I love you, Rach. Um, <laughs> I just think it's so funny. Um, I was speaking to some people about engagements and about how guys actually like put in this effort into engagements and how like everyone thinks that like some guys don't put in effort, they don't know what they're doing, but some guys really like plan it out and then somebody else overshadows them, like their guy friend will get engaged right before they were about to propose. And I was talking to Millie about it, how it reminded me in high school. I don't know if it's just my high school who did this, but for prom, like every year they made a Facebook group 
so every girl in the grade could post what dress she's wearing to prom so nobody would wear the same dress and like outshine each other or whatever so i'm saying like guys in in friend groups should make a facebook group of when they're going to propose so that their guy friends don't propose around the same time and outshine them and like ruin their proposal yeah i think it's a good idea i mean the only argument against it would be like oh you're kind of like ruining the spontaneity or like there is no spontaneity that's that's what i was going to say is that there is no spontaneity anymore in these kinds of affairs because everything is so pre-planned everything there's like this kind of template that everyone follows it's like I don't, my parents told me like getting engaged, like the moment leading up to it wasn't ever really a big deal, but now it's like, it has to be either at a destination or like, if it's not, then it has to be like some crazy, you know, like, it's like the expectations are really high. I'm like, I kind of feel bad for men who are just like, like, they're like, wait, how am I supposed to know what to do? So I'm sure they all like, you know, meet up with their friends and they're like, oh, should I do this? Should I, there probably is some sort of thing, but like, yeah. Why not just do a Facebook group so you guys can coordinate all of your little uh, engagements, proposals? (laughs) Spoken like a true single girl. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm actually not. But I know someone who literally they just got like whatever proposal blue balled because is that that the right term? Proposal blue balled. Wow. (laughs) um yeah i mean it kind of sucks especially like if you're already on the trip and like you can't do it now and like you wasted this money on not like wasted but like you know what i mean and then like someone else is like oh i did this month is mine (laughs) like i think this time is just really popular in the year like everyone well yeah it's new year's also he's around this time I'm seeing a lot of engagements of like couples that weren't necessarily going to get engaged, but then like the younger sister got married and engaged. So then like the older sister's boyfriend felt really pressured. And then like, Oh, all of a sudden you decided to get engaged. Oh my God. Like so out of the blue. So unexpected. I know you're so right. Wow. (laughs) So organic. So spontaneous. Like, I wouldn't say anything, like, not to, like, throw shade at people, but, like, it's not just one couple. I've seen it, like, five times this year. It's, like, cracking me up. (laughs) Like, oh, fuck. Like, imagine the guy's like, oh, shit, her little sister got engaged. Now I have to propose. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, like, it sounds super intense. Yeah, like, imagine, like, their future kids will be like, Daddy, like, why? when did you realize Mommy was the one? And it's like, well, when her sister got engaged, I knew she would leave me if I didn't propose soon, so. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine, imagine. It's okay. Um, You feel like a t-shirt. Yeah, we have to start making like merch. All all of our listeners, all you guys out there, you're gonna buy some merch. <laughs> yeah, of course they will. Though not soon, soon. We want to we want to see an exclusive drop. Oh yeah. Build anticipation, like our identities. 
Oh my god, when we were hiding our identities, like the amount of like shady emails we got, I, I kind of missed it. You are. Like Liam Neeson, I know who you are, I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you live. <laughs> Persian girls can get very like Liam Neeson. Oh yeah, major Liam Neeson vibes from these Persian girls. Um, I think like recently I've been thinking about... um. like the stereotype that I belong to Mm -hmm. and like okay like for example like on dating apps like I don't know what it is like listen I'm proud to be Persian but what are these stereotypes that I'm even like like scared to write great neck on hinge so I legitimately changed it to North Shore like Like, there, there's just so much, there's so many stereotypes. And to be fair, I stereotype people from Great Neck, too. Like, if I see a guy's from Great Neck, I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, I mean, I probably will never go on a date with someone from Great Neck. Exactly. either. But, like, exactly. Like, that's my point. Like, like, I just, like, I don't know what it is, like, how we gave ourselves this reputation, but not only being a Persian girl, but, like, being a Persian girl from Great Neck or from, like, Beverly Hills, like, it's just so undesirable to most people. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say, like, how we gave, I really don't include myself in that. No, like, when I say we, I mean the whole, like, our generation, like, like, how did this happen? Like, where, where did we go wrong? That, like, anytime someone sees the word great neck or Persian girl, they're like, oh, fuck, like, get me the fuck away from that. Well, I mean, like, yeah, like, I think our listeners don't really fall into that stereotype, but, like, they're mistaken for it. But, like, let's not forget that that stereotype exists for a reason. Like, there are Persians that, like, they're from these towns and, like, yeah, they're super close-minded. They're really rude. They're like a bit racist. Like, I don't know. It's like all these things. And, and yeah, they just like very, like act like they're from a different time. Um, It's very high maintenance. Yeah. High maintenance. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Something that I've been thinking about in regards to our generation is like, like, well, it like comes back to drugs and, like, I don't know, people have asked me, like, oh, have you ever tried a hallucinogenic? And I haven't. Um, and it's just, like, something I've heard my whole life. Like, I don't have a desire to because, like, I feel like I'm always hallucinating. So I'm, like, I'm good. Oh, that's and I'm crazy. a control freak. Um, but also I've heard that, like, um, that Persians and Persian Jews specifically are, like, very prone to schizophrenia when trying hallucinogenic drugs. And I've noticed, like, there are Persian guys who I've known my whole life. Like, they experimented a lot. Like, I don't know. I feel like they fell into, like, that Burning Man crowd and did, like, ayahuasca and, like, I don't know, Molly a lot. Like, all this different – I know those are, like, totally different classes. But, like, you know, started with Molly, graduated to ayahuasca, and they think that's, like, like, oh, it's, like, actually not that bad for you. I mean, whatever – but they act like totally different people now. And like, 
I don't know, they're so like, they're just not as social or like they have really delayed social responses. Like, it's just like, you know, those people who get stuck or something like I feel like my parents used to tell me that because like, drug use was really prevalent in their generation as well. Um, but like, kind of differently, because it was just like, not as regulated. But um, it's yeah, I just feel like a lot of Persian guys like they're stuck now. And like, some people think that they're being assholes, but it's like, no, they think like they're just, you know what I mean? Like they, I think they kind of like damage the part of their brain and like they yeah, can't. They're really deteriorating and they like almost don't know how to use it anymore. Yeah. Like I have like so many girls tell me this. They're like, oh my God, I went and got coffee with this guy. And like, I thought at first he was like shy or being nervous, but then I was like, wait, no, like he's just um, like, he, Yeah. It's kind of sad. I mean, it it is brain damage. Like, it's not it's not a joke. Yeah. Basically, this generation screwed. I don't know. Everything is so fake to me. Like, I I just don't see anything genuine anymore. Like, wait, what? Even in myself, I don't know. I'm just so not genuine in the way I like act towards people. Like. I don't know, for example, like, a guy on an app will be messaging me and, like, I'll be telling him, like, oh, like, it's not you, I'm just not looking to date right now, just to, like, kind of blow them off and, like, let them off easy and not hurt their feelings. And then, like, two minutes later, I'll be, like, on the app looking for a different guy. Like, I don't know, everything seems, like, so, like, not genuine. I just, I don't see, I I really don't see a future in this generation for dating. Like, I don't know how, how do people get the, to the point of engagement? How does that happen? I feel um, like people have to get really bored and just disinterested in the rest of life. And they're like, okay, fine. I guess I'll get engaged. That's definitely not how it works. I think you're just like in an off, like you're just in an off period of your life where like, you just can't imagine that. And like, I've had those periods as well, especially like after I broke up with my ex, I was like, I, I was I was so sure that like I would never trust any man again. I was like, they all cheat. They're all liars. Like they're all corrupt. Like I'm just, maybe I'll get married one day, but it'll just be like to procreate. And like, I'll accept that it's like an inauthentic relationship. That's just purely transactional, but like, that's not true. And like people get together. I mean, look, there are a lot of relationships where I'm just like, I mean, most people who get married, I'm just like, okay, I feel like that was just what they needed to do next. But like, no, there are people who like have a genuine connection and like they are together and it's just like the next step that they can take as a like, you know, it's like the next level in their partnership and it's a beautiful thing sometimes. So I think you're just like feeling pessimistic, but like, I mean, I mean I'm always pessimistic, so <laughs> it's not anything different. Yeah. Well, I think I'm also, I'm also just surrounded by a lot of pessimistic people. Yeah, I we should can we talk about that text I sent you last week, and then you were like, "Oh, um, like I just my- got the same text from like two other girls." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I was basically like, I don't know, talking about some guy, and then I was like, I feel like he's just gonna like eventually meet some normal girl and like settle down and live happily ever after and like I'm just gonna live I'm just gonna like be alone for the rest of my life 
Because it's just like sometimes that really seems like what it's going to be. I just like, I can't, I just feel like I'm going to be alone. And then you were like, I just had like two other girls send me that. And I'm like, wow, what's wrong with us? Like, why are we copy paste the same message from like four different people in one day? Like, and I was just like, (laughs) and then like my friend like will ask me, I'll be like, no, like you're going to meet someone. She'll be like, but how do you know? What if you're wrong? I'm like, bro, if I'm wrong, then you're going to die alone. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, like, what do you yeah. want me to say? We can all do like a big marriage amongst ourselves. Like, <laughs> we can become Mormon. We'll be like five girls. Oh, my God. No. That's so embarrassing. Can you – you know those people yeah. that, like, that like, your, like your parents are randomly friends with that like never got married and don't have kids and they like went like a little bit like cuckoo because they're so alone all the time? Like, imagine those people coming together and having their own fake wedding party. That would just be the saddest thing ever. No, I I have no shame. I think it could actually be really fun. And you can, like, explore all these different, like, camp themes and fashion. And, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe because I'm coming at it from, like, a artistic point of view. And I'm not, like... I think you're coming at it as, like, oh, I want to plan this cool party. But I'm coming at it as, like... This is the rest of my life, and you sound insane. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm very, like, recently I'm very, like, in the moment. I I feel like for a while I just kept planning the future, but now I'm, like, I feel like I'm reaching my mid-20s, which is so scary to say. It feels like I just woke up, and I'm like, whoa, like, whoa, I'm 24. It's like, where the fuck did – I'm like, what? and like I don't know I feel like I was 17 yesterday and then I just like woke up and I'm like oh fuck like this is really happening and like every day is like going by faster and like what's the point of planning for the future so I just like because that's just terrifying so I just like plan and like in terms of like the next few weeks and I think that's like the healthiest (laughs) the healthiest I'm not condoning any of this this is just like what's been helping me I mean I've been like less anxious as a person like can we talk about that? I feel like when we started this podcast, I would always talk about anxiety, but like I'm actually like chilling. I mean, I think that also has to do with your move to New York. Oh yeah, definitely. So let's give some like context to our listeners right now. We're me and Natalie are using this platform called Zencaster uh, because I'm in Los Angeles still. God help me, SOS, and she is in New York. So we still wanted to record, obviously um i i yeah i don't know like someone needs to send like a helicopter to my house and like get me out of here (laughs) oh poor you Millie stuck in the beautiful weather of los angeles while i'm freezing my ass off in the pouring rain in new york bad bath i feel so bad for millie right now it's actually yeah it's really nice today i want to go to the getty museum um but but also i feel I feel like all of my friends that are pessimistic about their future and pessimistic about dating are pessimistic for a much different reason than I am. So sometimes it's hard for me to relate to you guys because I have this envy towards my friends where a lot of them can like fall in love to different degrees with many different people. And, like, they they never fall in love in the same way with each person. Like, it's always to a different degree, but they do fall. Like, they do catch feelings. Like, they they do feel a connection. They do see something – like, they see growth with this person. 
And my issue is I never catch feelings. In my whole life, I've only, I've said this like in the past, I've only ever had feelings for one person. I think that's where my pessimism comes from is like the fact that I meet nice people. I meet like, like, it's not like there aren't nice guys out there. There are good guys out there that are like, quote unquote, dating material and who want to be in relationships and who aren't just going into relationship to like check something off a list. Like they actually like, want to genuinely grow with a person there are awesome guys out there like any girls out there who is saying like I never meet good guys like maybe like look at yourself and look at where you're looking and look at the things you the qualities you look for in a man maybe that has to change but there's great guys out there it's just I don't like any of them (laughs) so like obviously I'm the problem yeah I mean you definitely are the problem and like we've all said this to you (laughs) did you like this is Oh god! I'm 100. I'm 100 the problem. I'm starting 2020. It's like you like you like to self sabotage. You don't think you're worthy of love. I don't want to like air all your like <laughs> dirty laundry on the podcast. No, like- I'm I'm starting 2020, admitting that I am an emotionally unavailable fuck boy, and something <laughs> internally needs to change in in order for me to like experience any change externally. Um, I, so we just used the word fuckboy, which is like really exclusive to people of our age. But I want to like give a shout out to all of our listeners that I found out are actually like our parents' age and older. Oh my like my mom's friends and your parents' friends. Like yeah, <laughs> my, my mom's cousin and her husband who like listen to us on the drive back and forth from the Hamptons. I love you guys. Um, but. I don't. I feel like maybe they don't know what a fuckboy is. Should we? Should we like delineate the definition? Like, should we? Yeah, should we tell people I what mean, a fuckboy? There's there's so many qualities that go into a fuckboy, um, but I think one of them would be a fuckboy has to stem from like the root of someone who's emotionally unavailable for some sort of reason for some type of trauma that happened in their past. Wait, fuckboy is in the Oxford Dictionary. Wait, shut the fuck up. I don't know. I just Googled it and it says from Oxford, a weak or contemptible man, a man who has many casual sexual partners. But I think the part that they're missing in this definition is like, yes, they're emotionally unavailable, but they like to, the way they get women and lure women is through like emotional um, manipulation. They they pretend to be available. Yeah, for like short exactly. amounts of time, and then they like hook you. That they're it's kind of like fishers that fish for fun. They like catch the fish and then release. They never keep the fish, so it's yeah. like they have to hook girls. And once they hook you, they're like, okay, I'm gonna release you now, but you're still hooked on me. I'm not hooked on you though, because I've been emotionally unavailable this whole time. Like a fuck boy in person, he'll like tuck your hair behind your ears and like give you this look that only a romantic partner would and give it, you and introduce you but to all like, later you like text you at 1 a.m you up you going out tonight it's like bitch are you going out like what where are you at i'm so like, drunk want to meet up <laughs> W-I-D, what are you doing what are you doing like <laughs> they never type forward what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> We every every word they type looks like one major typo like <laughs> yeah it's like i don't understand it's like part of the fuckboy like thing like just to be illiterate like or or it's just like they can't be bothered to write no. more like 
no, never you know what doing? They're never. looking at other girls. They're looking at other girls while they text you. So they're never looking at the phone while they text. So that's why they come out with so many typos. They're always searching for someone new while they're texting you. What are you doing? Like maybe fuckboys should get interns so they can like step their game up because like women are like we've caught on. Oh my god, yeah. Maybe if they got like an intern, then they can like juggle multiple women at once without the woman realizing. They need to step up their game for sure. Yeah. Oh my god, I, I keep getting like notifications from Twitter. There's like all these people who are like attacking me, like casual anti-Semitism. Um, but we're gonna. We're. I feel like we're not gonna share our political views until like we're actually famous. So then you guys yeah, can't. Let's not, let's not get political up in this bitch. Let's let's keep yeah. it politically clean. Wait, that's the new 2020, not politically correct, politically clean. Um, whoa! Oh my god! Okay, okay. Thank God I wrote this down. Okay, this is something I've been wanting. You can't do shit like that. You know, there's people listening to us with headphones on, and you just killed all of their eardrums. <laughs> like, like bad, bad. All these people. Are you if you're still listening, are you guys still listening? They're still listening, but they're also crying. People tell me why. You wanted to listen to like relaxing ASMR, like this is not it. Don't listen to this to go to sleep. <laughs> um. Okay, so this is gonna. I like. I yeah. I I feel like maybe I should bring this up like forty minutes into it, so like into the podcast, so only like girls are listening. But like, who cares? I have to bring it up now. It's gonna sound so psycho, but like, girls who are listening definitely know there is accuracy to this theory. And it's a type of manifestation that um, we do, which is like, you know, like whenever sometimes we want a guy to ask us out and like they haven't made the move yet, sometimes like there'll be another guy who asks you out and you'll accept because you feel that if you like go on that date, then it'll like manifest some like energy in the air. And like that guy that you want to ask you out will find out that other guys are interested in you. Not literally, they'll just like get this like spidey sense instinct because I feel like men do have that. And then they'll be like, oh, I feel like she's like, all right, I'm gonna ask her out. And like, it fucking works. I don't know, it sounds crazy. But every time I've done it, like, all of a sudden, like, when it rains, it pours. Like, you go on a date with one guy, then, like, all of a sudden, everyone is like, oh, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, what my brother did, and he was like, wow, this is the most fucked up thing I've ever heard. And I was like, well, every girl I know, like, has said this at some point. It, it yeah. worked. What do you think? I've, I've spoken about it in past episodes that – Men don't know they have this sixth sense, but they're born yeah. with the sixth sense where anytime they feel like you're moving on, you're happy, you're, or even if you're just like seeing another guy, dating another guy, just going on a first date, suddenly they're like, oh, I better hit this bitch up. Like, yeah. I need to fuck shit up in her life right now. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. Like, it's either zero men are contacting you and you feel like this ugly ogre <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or they all contact you at once and you feel like a fucking sex goddess. It's one or the other. Same. Maybe this is because we're Geminis, though. Oh, my God. Don't get me started. I can't. <laughs> I, I think my part of my inability to emotionally attach to people is the fact that I'm so fickle because I'm a Gemini. 
I I feel like there's more to that with you. You, it's you just think I have trauma. I'm just fucked up in the head. <laughs> no, I mean, because the thing is, in many ways, I relate to you, too. Like, I haven't really connected, like, deeply in a while with anyone. And, like, in my past relationships, I feel like it was just emotional manipulation. It wasn't, like, a genuine thing. I mean, like, I know for sure that's what it was. And then, like, there has been, like, one person who's, like, in and out of my life. And, like, I just feel a lot of uncertainty. And I don't know if it's because, like, I'm just, like, um, bitter from my past experiences or if, like, I don't know. I feel like I was basically a cancer the first, like, half of my life. And now I'm, like, a Gemini. And I'm, like, I'm, like, transforming into Natalie where... I like can't have I can't transforming into Natalie is a bad thing. What the fuck? No. Humiliate. Don't transform into me, okay? I don't want you to be anywhere near my vicinity of coolness, okay? Like okay. Okay. Go, go be yourself. I don't need you to transform into Natalie. I'm saying that. <laughs> oh god. Um but yeah wow so profound (laughs) but yeah i yeah someone did that recently they were like i'm not even gonna and then like oh yeah that was malky she was like i'm like this huge thing and then she just didn't say anything and everyone ignored it and i was like wait like (laughs) you literally just yelled and then ended with nothing yeah, but that's, I feel like that's me a lot. But, the, well, what I was saying is, yeah, I mean, I don't know enough about astrology, so let's not talk out of our asses, but. I mean, we always talk out of our asses. Like, anyone who's listening to this podcast, take everything we say with, like, a grain of salt. Like, we're just speaking and out then, of bullshit concepts them in your hands and then put it over your head and over the head of your loved ones so you guys yeah, don't get throw it over your shoulder you know what i'm gonna bring back the topic of chesh again because chesh apparently there's the m at the end of it never heard it in my life but whatever um yeah you know what i'm i'm really believing in it in it this month the past month because yeah, I'm just getting that energy from people, and I had, like, really nice long hair for once. I always wanted to grow my hair out long, but my mom would never let me when I lived at home because she thought it was, like, I don't know, like, a sign of, like, being uncivilized. So the past year in New York, I, like, finally grew it out really long. And then I went to go get a trim, and this woman, like, cut everything off and, like, cut a mullet as well. She cut, like, a haircut for a mullet. You're so dramatic. Everyone, like, who listens to this is going to think you actually have a mullet. Millie does not have no, a mullet. I do, no, I learned to style it accordingly. And I don't know how to style hair. I'm, like, a boy. I usually just, like, wash it and, like, come out. Of, I don't know. I just, like, I don't know how to do hair. And this has been the most difficult, like, two weeks of my life. And I she touched me. You think I chest you? The hairdresser. Oh. Like she was angry or something. It was I, weird. She was 
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. I think you're reading too much into this. Um, a lot of my hairdressers in the past, I'll, I'll tell them, like, cut off an inch, and then they'll cut off an inch four times. Uh, no, it's not the length I even care about. I've had short hair many times. She cut a mullet, and they're, they're like, it's totally uneven. And I can't believe I'm talking about my hair right now, but whatever it is called. I I saw my hairdresser in LA and he was like, he lined up like different pieces of my hair and like one is shorter than the other one is longer. It's like, he's like this, someone who cut your hair, like it looked like they had like a vengeance. They were trying to seek out. They were like, this is, this is a hateful haircut. It's crazy. Like bitches be crazy. Hairdressers be crazy for sure. Yeah. Um, We just talk about men's obsession with long hair because yeah. like, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you told me recently that s- a guy commented on your haircut and that he misses your long hair. And yeah, and someone who I th- who's like so not aware of anything related to like fashion or style, I was so shocked when he said that. I was like, I didn't even know you realized these things. So I had a guy do that to me recently, and it was like kind of offensive. Not recently; it was like yeah. months ago. It was, like, when I first cut my hair around my birthday in June. Like, a few months after, like, it was still kind of short. And he goes, you used to have long hair. It was so hot. I miss it. And I was like, well, fuck you, too. Like, like men, men just have this obsession with, like, long hair. Like, all these, like, exaggerated sexual things about a girl is, like, what they obsess over. It's as if they have no creativity. Like, like, some men, like, can enjoy a pixie cut. Like, why is everyone so obsessed with long hair? I mean, I'm obsessed with long hair, and I like my hair longer, but I just hate the fact that men obsess over it. Well, I mean, I'm, like, I was even noticing it last night when I went out. I was just, like, I don't know. I'm really paying attention to, like, what is the look of our time right now. I don't know. I feel like everyone's talking about, like, oh, it's, like, the end of the decade, beginning of the new one, and, like, Obviously, like, from 1959 to 1961, fashion, like, remained the same. It's not really how, like, aesthetics change. But, like, what I noticed around us is, like, yeah, everyone just has, like, really long, like, one length, like, long hair. That's just, like, the look right now. So I don't know if it's, like, it's, like, I think men are just, like, being conditioned to think that that's, because these are the beauty standards right now. And, like, another beauty standard is, like, you know, having a Caucasian nose, but then, like, um, like Middle Eastern eyes and like African lips. It's like, yeah, we have like really unrealistic beauty standards, but that's like a whole other thing. But I mean, like one thing that's like 
in every like every girl has is it's just like long hair right now and like that's what we think looks best I feel like you're kind of wrong though I feel like a lot of my friends like are getting like interesting shorter haircuts and dyeing their hair different colors um no but I, I see what you I mean there is like a whole aesthetic where like 99% of the girl population is trying to look like Kim Kardashian and it's like kind of scary because they really all look like clones mm-hmm. um Another thing I want to talk about that's making it really hard to date in this generation is the lack of originality in regards to names from the previous generation. So moms in the previous generation all named their sons Ben, David, Justin. Okay, so when you go out with one guy with one of these really, like, like, mediocre names... It like and that guy ruins the name for you. Like, okay, if someone ruins the name Daniel for you, literally half of the male population is cut off because you can't date another Daniel because the name's been ruined. So yeah. I just don't know what to do with myself because half the people on these apps are Ben, Daniel, David, Justin. Like, I, I I don't know what to do with myself. Like, I'm not naming my kids one of these basic ass names, like. Like, did, did these women have, like, no originality? Like, did everyone just think, like, oh, no, I'm going to name my son David. Like, what the fuck? No, I, I don't get it either. But hopefully, I, I don't know. I, I feel just, like people are being kind of more original. I mean, I don't know. where I don't have friends who are having kids. I don't know, like, really what. Well, now people are choosing a lot of weird names. Yeah, it's definitely getting, like, a bit strange yeah i mean in some other countries like names in other languages have always been strange like people will name their kid almond like different types of flowers in iran some people name their daughters like donia which means like world like uh, people in like other countries always were giving their kids weird names and i think in america like they started to catch on to that and stop being so basic but I just hate the fact that every other guy in these apps has the same name. And then you're just like, fuck, like you're cute, but I, I can't swipe on you because the name's just ruined. So basically, ha- oh, we forgot to say happy new year. <laughs> oh, LOL. Who cares? Happy new year. <laughs> oh my God. New year, new me. I feel oh so God. different. Don't you feel so different? Oh my god, I'm not even Natalie anymore. I'm Raquel now. Like I feel <laughs> I feel like I'm really transforming and like I just really can't wait to I'm just really manifesting my, my resolutions and like I'm drinking yeah. a lot of matcha and I do kickboxing now. Yeah, and exactly. I have these crystals that I tape to my forehead and they tell me what to do with my day. <laughs> yeah, I just love being told what to do. Um I just got a meal plan that tells me how to eat and how to breathe and how to think. Um, it's great. I love it. Um, so basically, the world is ending. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Do I even care that the world is ending? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not. Honestly, I used to always... Okay, so this is like really selfish, but um, not, not just in judaism but in a lot of religions there's this whole idea of like 
resurrection and like the world is going to end but only the good people come back to life and then it's going to be like this happy peaceful world where nothing is bad right like most religions like have this whole like story of that happening someday when I was a kid I used to always think to myself like that's cool and all like woohoo everyone's praying for the end of the world so that the good ones could be resurrected and shit and that the world is all happy and good I used to always think to myself, like, great, let that happen in someone else's generation because I want to still my live my life and do bad things. And, like, I still want to party and have fun. So I don't want, like, the world to end and the world to be peaceful when everyone comes back to life in my generation. Like, I want to live my life, do bad shit, and, like, die normally and then, like, come back to life if I'm good enough in the resurrection, like, in someone else's generation. Is no. that... That fucked up. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people agree with me. You know? No, I I agree. I mean, I don't really subscribe to that idea, so it's not a concern. I don't but- subscribe to it either. But as a kid, I think we were all told that that's what's gonna happen, and it was like before we got to this age where we realized no. we don't necessarily believe in it. So like back when My I parents- did think it was gonna happen, like that's just how I felt. I, I was just always like, I don't want it happening in my generation. I feel like I was never told that. I don't know. I think maybe I was like surrounded by more. Um, wow, I'm like losing all my vocabulary right now. Uh, it's, part, it's part of 2020. We're we're all becoming shittier, shittier people. Holy shit! How am I forgetting this word? I mean, well, I mean, it doesn't matter. But like, yeah, I just wasn't surrounded. But what is that word? Oh my god! It was, yeah. No, no. Religion centric. No. Science. Just went back and edited this. Secular. Secular was the word I was thinking of. I don't know how I missed that. Scientology? No. Oh my god, I met a crazy Scientologist like Uber driver last week. Like he picked <laughs> me up and he was like pretty young. I felt like he was maybe my age, but he was speaking like this and oh okay, well is the air conditioning good for you? Like not southern, but like talking like a seventy year old almost. Was that supposed to be southern? <laughs> No, I I felt like it sounded southern for a second. Okay, leave me alone. People think I'm funny. And okay, who these people? I want I want references. I want names. I've done stand up before. I'll do it again. You've done stand up. I got kicked out. Oh my god, I'm dead. I wish I was there. I wish I knew you back when you were rebellious. Now you're just like the boring Millie. No, don't worry. There's there's been shit happening in my house that's made me apparently I'm still rebellious. Okay. Thanks to Amazon Ring for uh, putting me on blast. <laughs> blowing up your spot. <laughs> yeah, Bezos blowing up the spot is like ruining my fucking life and like robbing me of my liberties. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> my, my dad is his own Amazon Ring. My dad doesn't need an Amazon Ring because his bedroom is right by the front door of the apartment. <laughs> So, like, what he used to do is when I would come home late, like, let's say I came home, like, 3.27, the next day, he'd be like, eh, what time did you come home? And, like, obviously, I was so drunk when I came home 
that I didn't know what time it was. So I'd be like, I don't know. How about you tell me? He goes, you came home at 3.27. I'm like, wow, that's good to know. Thanks. <laughs> um, well, you know, having cameras outside of the house is like pretty awful because like, it's just, yeah, it sucks. Me and my dad are in a bit of a fight right now. We, I had lunch with Kevin Nahai a few days ago, who we interviewed two episodes ago, and I told him what happened. And I was like, I feel like I should talk about it on the podcast. And he's like, I feel like you shouldn't. I feel like both of us have like slowly stopped sharing too much of our personal lives now that more people are listening now more people know who we are because i feel like people we know personally listen so i'm always like fuck like can i say this can i not say this but we we try to be as like open with you just said listen instead of listen what what did i say you said listen no i didn't yes you did I said, listen, fuck, I'm turning into my mom. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm slowly becoming my mother, and it makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> no, I take all of her bad traits. I have her laugh. I pronounce words funny. Like, I interrupt people when they talk. I talk really loud. Like, I have all of her worst qualities, I swear. I'm sure she'll be really happy to hear this. <laughs> um, I yeah, I'm listen. Oh my god. Okay, sorry. I'm gonna go jump off a bridge. My therapist told me this week not to take relationship advice from my parents. Um, none of us should take relationship advice from our parents. I mean, I do sometimes, and that's. I think that's when I make my most self-destructive decisions is when I take relationship advice from my mom and she'll always warn me she'll like give me advice and she'll be like but listen I fucked shit up in my own life so you shouldn't do what I would do but I'm gonna tell you what I would have done and then I end up doing what she would have done because she's like crazy and I'm like oh my god this crazy thing might just work so I always like pull this crazy shit because it was my mom's idea um and my friends always like tell me like stop taking advice from your mom I'm like but like it's fun. Your mom believes in the best in everyone. That's why. Oh, oh yeah, she's she's so naive and she's such an optimist, yeah. which I also got from her. But I'm not as bad as her. I am I very naive. Better. I mean, yeah, I feel like you don't like catch like regular social cues, and I'm like, how do you not know this person hates us right now? Like, how? Oh, are you I never do. I I I like. I think I shared this story one time that this girl was talking to me and a few of my friends and she was being all nice, whatever. And then she walks away. I'm like, Oh my God, she loves us. She's so sweet. And my friends looked at me and they were like, are you fucking kidding me? She's so fake. And she hates us. That was the fakest like conversation I've ever had with a person. And I was like, what? Like I, I can be so naive sometimes and things just like go over my head. But at the end of the day, I think it makes me a happier person because I don't realize when people don't like me unless they straight up tell me they don't like me. So, like, I just think everyone loves me, and it's fine. I'm <laughs> totally fine with that. You know what I hate when, like, you're in a situation like that, and you try to explain to the guy you're with, like, oh, like, that person was being, like, shady. And they're like, what are you talking about? They were so sweet. And I'm like, no, they weren't. Like, trust me. And they're like, no, she was so sweet. And I'm like, I'm a woman. You don't understand. Trust me. She's not being sweet. And, like, they – and. 
they just think you're jealous or something yeah it's like no i'm not jealous it's like you're just you're you're incredibly naive and unaware you're oblivious because, like, to guys, like, they, they see, like, a face and they see boobs and they're like, oh, such sweet boobs. What sweet face. Girls so sweet. No, that's not what I meant. It could be someone who's, like, you know, like, a different age and, like, it isn't even. That's not what I meant. So you think guys just don't realize when girls are being bitchy at all? I think it has to do with attraction. I think, like, guys are like, oh, like, no, she's I mean, hot. No, it hasn't. No, it's been, like, like obviously that's, some, that's like, a cliche situation but like no it's been like where it's like i'll be like i don't know you'd be like you and a guy they're not even romantic with just like a guy friend and then there's like a woman who's like 60 years old not that not that 60 year old women aren't attractive but it's like someone who's like of a different like social situation like different age group and it's like it has nothing to do with that it's just like they won't sometimes pick up like when a woman is or a man is being like manipulative or just like not manipulative but just like being fake and then they think like you're really pessimistic and bitter and corrupt it's like no like i feel like i do that to you a lot (laughs) i feel like that happens with us a lot and then only later when the person does something actually bad paranoid it's like "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) am i yeah, but you know that most of the time I'm wrong, and then I end up realizing I'm wrong afterwards when the person actually does something. Um, but yeah, I'm just very. Wait, I wish I just recorded that. LOL, we are recording. I'm going to play that to you. You should just know that most of the time I'm wrong. That is such a crazy statement for you to make because anytime we've been in like a discussion or a debate over something, you are so hard headed about like your stance that you're right. So this is that. Oh, I'm I'm the most stubborn person on earth, and but like I have no problem admitting that I'm usually wrong. But in the moment, I'm not going to change. It's just personality. Talking about, I wish our friends were here to hear. I always tell, like, Anna and Malky, like, I never have a problem admitting, like, yeah, I was wrong. Like, that's not a hard thing for me to say. But in the moment when I feel right, I'm the most stubborn person. Like, Malky, Malky won't admit she's wrong even. Malky, like, just won't say it out loud. Yeah. I told you how, like, one time, like, here's a perfect example of Malky not being able to admit out loud we were in Paris together and she was reading Google maps wrong and we're going in the wrong direction. And she's like, I know what I'm doing. I'm reading it right. Blah, blah, blah. She keeps walking. I'm like, fine. I'm just going to fucking follow her until she realizes we're going the wrong way. And after like three blocks, she realized she went the wrong way. And instead of saying out loud to me, like, Oh fuck, I was wrong. And you were right. She just turns around and starts going in the other direction. I'm like, Hmm. Okay, she finally realized she was wrong. I think the funniest part of the story, our friends thought that the arrow on the Google Maps blue thing of like where your current location was like a fish tail and that was like leading behind you. So it was yeah, like she thought it was like a cape behind you instead of pointing in the direction you're supposed to go in. Um but yeah, so she like see that that way as well. If anyone else has made that mistake. 
I just think it's like the funniest mistake. The, the funniest part is that she tried to tell me that because she's a graphic designer, she understands graphics better than I do. And it graphically would make no sense for the arrow to be pointing in front of you. And it was obviously pointing behind you. And I was like, okay, sure. Um, yeah, but I have no issue. Like, I, I'm not a big pride person. I'm not the type of person that will let the their pride get in the way of a friendship, get in the way of them calling someone first when they're in a fight, like getting in the way of them being able to say they're wrong or like anything like that. I think pride can be a very stupid thing if yeah. you let it ruin relationships. So I'm not like that. Like I can easily admit I'm wrong. But in the moment when I think I'm right, I am the most hard-headed, stubborn person. Like I, I have blinders on and I can't see anything around me. And I'm just like, no, I am right. This yeah. is making me think of like qualities associated with being Persian. And I forgot who I was talking to about this, but we were just like trying to explain to someone who wasn't Persian, like what are some like key qualities to just like understand the Persian mentality. And we had come to like one description that's just like Persians are really fatalistic. And this is something I noticed like amongst a lot of Persians I know where they're just like, it's not like they can be like, oh, this one thing happened and I learned a lesson. It's like this thing happened and it's never going to be the same. I'm never going to meet someone again or I'm no one is ever I'm never going to be successful because no one understands my art. It's like this whole like the world is always ending mentality. But we're also like really fucking talented. So I just I think that's like a really interesting dichotomy. Persians are hot, fatalistic and really talented that's my description wow millie that's a beautiful description they should put that in a dictionary yeah i'm a sociologist now oh yeah (laughs) Yeah. i think sociology is like a fake um field of study it's like yeah so basically you're alive and like also observing humanity it's like like (laughs) yeah you're like alive and observing like yeah we're all sociologists hello So literally any sociologist that used to listen to our podcast has now unsubscribed. Yeah, whatever. People, <laughs> whenever I say inflammatory things about people's like uh, fields of studies, they actually, they like me more. Usually they're like, wow, I like that she's challenging me. Like I told Kevin Nahai that I think self-help is a hoax. But we've had- <laughs> oh my God. We want to read so many people who do self-help. But look, just maybe for me, it's a hoax. I don't know. I'm not even laughing on my you're not even pretending to laugh you're just like oh my god because I just can't believe like the way you like just completely like crush people but you did you do it in a way that's not mean you do it in a way of that's just my opinion and like I love it like something about you that I love is that you're never gonna not state your opinion like you know how like some people like they'll just like pretend to not have an opinion or like fake their opinion you'll never do that like you always give your opinion it's never like in a malicious hurtful way it's just that like oh this is my opinion like that's a fact. Uh, I, I love to make uneducated statements that's definitely one of my favorite pastimes <laughs> this is why we have a, a podcast <laughs> exactly that's the whole point of this podcast um but also i'd like to talk about um new year's resolutions because 
you have some? I, I have one that kind of came to me because of you. It's oh. kind of something you said about me that I started recently doing because of something that my friend recently said to me. Okay, whatever. It's this whole thing. One of my friends, like every time I would complain to her, she'd just be like, Natalie, it's okay to be sad in the moment. It's okay if like you have a day where for two minutes you're sad, but that doesn't mean you're sad the whole day. Everything is just in the minute. Like take everything by the minute. Yeah. So like, let's say like in this moment, like you're not feeling great. Like that's fine. You cannot feel great, but that doesn't mean that you have to let it affect your whole day or view your whole day as ruined or view your whole week as ruined or view your whole attitude as a bad attitude right now. So like something that I want to take into this year, which you told me that I started recently doing, which I started doing because of this friend is kind of living everything by the moment and just trying to understand what's good for you in the moment and understanding that nothing you do has to be set in stone. Like, like nothing, like you can make a decision and be like, this is how I want to live my life right now. And I can change it five minutes from now. And that doesn't matter. And I don't know, owe anyone any explanations. And you just have to do what's good for you, like in that minute. Yeah, I think a big, and, and yeah, we were having this conversation. And I was saying, like, sometimes a lot of people struggle with this. And I struggle with this, too. It's like, the, it's like before you can even get to that point where you make a decision of what's good for you and actually acting on it some people like you don't even know what's good for you like you don't know like there's we're always like faced with uncertainty not always but like some of us are and I think like yeah I don't know it's like a, it's it's difficult to even get to that place where you can be like this is what's making me feel like shit and this is what I'm going to stop doing like sometimes we can't even identify these things that seem like really intuitive and simple um but I was saying what I love about you it's like even though like you're saying oh I'm self-destructive like you know what you're you know what I mean like you you know when you've authored your own disasters and like you know what makes you upset and you know like so it's like it's interesting how that where you can pull the plug whenever you want um I I feel like for me I had to figure out what was making me upset by like you know how like when people want to test for an allergy and they don't know what they're allergic to, so they do these like little tests where they'll prick you with like mm-hmm. like different types of like things that people are allergic to, like peanut butter, dog hair, whatever. They'll prick you with different things and see what you react to and what's actually causing your allergy. So I feel like that's what I do with myself is like I'll test myself and be like, hmm is this like making me happy right now? Or is this like causing me pain right now? Oh, this is like making me feel shitty right now oh, okay, I'm going to stop doing it for a while, like whatever it is, and maybe try it out again later, whether it's like exercising. Well, okay, fine. Exercising (laughs) be an example because actually never make you feel shitty, uh, except I don't like to exercise, but that's bad. That's also something I should take on this year is trying to exercise more, which I'm not going to, but Um, I just like to pretend like I'm going to But I know I won't, so... Um, but whether it's like dating, like maybe sometimes you just need to take a break from dating, even for if it's for a small amount of time, if it's not making you happy in the moment, that's okay. Just stop for a while. You can always go back. You never, nothing is set in stone. Nothing has to be like, I'm never going to date again. Like these like broad, like comments that people make about their life. I'm never going to do this. Like, yeah. See, very fatalistic. Yeah. So that's what I want to be the opposite of this year. And just live no, everything. I, like 
I mean, that's what I was saying too. It's like, just like not thinking in such exaggerated, like long-term just, you know, instances just be like, well, right now, like what is making me happy or unhappy right now? And like, just, you know, act based on that. Yeah. Well, we're, we've really figured it out. I feel like. I've I've definitely figured out life. I'm winning. We're we're winning and coming on top. We're definitely I am above all you motherfuckers. I am winning. I am living my best life. I am manifesting. I am matcha. I am kickboxing. <laughs> I am, yeah. We're not just drinking matcha and doing people. We are those things. I, yeah. I am matcha. Like, we are I am, <laughs> I am manifestation. I am fuckboy. I am celery juice. <laughs> <laughs> I am collagen powder. I am Gemini rising. I am Cancer moon. (laughs) I am hinge. (laughs) I am. I I just like to be the That's something that I'll never like get over. What? Um, but in in all in all seriousness, I am starving. Um, I'm about to drive over to Ravah and order myself some polo zeresht with mahi and um, kashke badinjun and miserasami and all that other good shit. Oh my god, they make the best tadik, but it's like pita tadik. It's so good. No, she's um, tadik with an uh, Israeli accent. Oh my god, did I? I don't know. The way you pronounce all of those things, I feel like we just lost like a hundred followers or something. Fuck you! I'm ch- <laughs> That's mean. Listen, I am a person of multi- multi-backgrounds, okay? Multi- so- <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So-, so shit comes out wrong, okay? Most of my life... Shit comes out. I thought I thought the thigh of a chicken was pronounced Thai. And when I was 13, I went up to my cousin. I'm like, the tie of a chicken doesn't look like a necktie. Why do they call it a tie? And then she finally explained to me that's actually pronounced thigh. Okay? Oh wow. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> You're like living under a rock. I swear, I swear I belonged in um interview uh, Pathologist, so you can get free. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck you. I I feel like I I really belonged in um, what what was that thing called? English as a second language, ESL. Yeah. I feel like I feel like I should have been in ESL. Like my parents really fucked me up. Like my mom told me that the was spelled T H A. The chronic. <laughs> I swear, I had a journal when I was, like, in elementary school, and I went back and read it, and every word was spelled wrong. It was so embarrassing. Um, yeah, but I think that's it for our episode. I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll be back next week, and Happy New Year, everyone. Um, Happy New Year, guys. Love you. Hope you don't hate us. <laughs> What is wrong? It's such a reflection of like where you are emotionally. <laughs> I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting love. Everyone love me.
Seriously, you also keep using the word manifesting. I'm just gonna use it in every sentence of like this next episode. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. Vibes. <laughs> Matcha. Matcha. Bye. Celery. It's celery juice. Bye. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Home is where you should feel the safest, but the air there can be more dangerous, up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes.